You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Awaken in a mysterious place, no connection to your family or friends or job or even your name. You're just a number and you've arrived in the village. Your driving obsession is to find out where you are, who the others are around you, and how to get out. This was the shared premise of two versions of The Prisoner, the first of which aired in 1967, and its remake, which started on this day in 2009. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for November 15th. Before we try to orient ourselves to the remake, we should probably get acquainted with the original. Patrick McGowan had played a popular British TV spy, John Drake, for years in the early 60s. Then he created one of the most subversive TV series ever aired with The Prisoner. It pitted his unnamed spy character against an ever-changing cast of overseers known only as Number 2 to his Number 6, and each week Six would try to escape or outwit his adversary, all the while keeping the audience guessing who and where he really was. It was stylish and surreal, and it was the perfect psychological drama to blow up all the spy games that were playing out in the popular media at the time. Then and now, the prisoner gained a cult following. So let's fast forward to 2009. The AMC network was getting a lot of attention for at least two acclaimed shows, Mad Men and Breaking Bad. This was the network to watch, and they were ready to start pushing creative boundaries geared toward a sophisticated audience. It was announced in 2008 that a six-part miniseries was on the way that would reinvent The Prisoner for a new generation. And it would star Jim Cavazell, then known for playing Jesus in Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ as Six, and the slightly better-known Sir Ian McKellen from Everything as number two. Anticipation mounted. Filming took place in Namibia at an antiquated German village. Teasers were dropped at Comic-Con because it's not real until the Comic-Con trailer drops. And then audiences finally got to see the first episode called Arrival, titled just like the first episode of the original. And then the comparisons began. If you were a fan of the original series, you would be forgiven for thinking that the new miniseries would be a more direct update of that. The village was there, the names being replaced by numbers was there, in the opening we even got a glimpse of an old man in a distinctive black jacket with white trim trying to escape, a role said to have been offered to Patrick McGowan himself. Even the episode titles were direct homages to episodes of the original. The similarities ended there, though. Yes, Ian McKellen was number two, well, just two, they had dropped the prefix number. As expected, he charismatically owned every frame of film that featured him, so much to the extent that Six was definitely overshadowed. And who was Six? Jim Cavazell's character wasn't a spy, but rather just some guy from New York. Confused, yes, but apparently not carrying around any state secrets. Thematically, the miniseries did try to edge into the same territory as the original. Security, surveillance, identity, and independence. It was there, but audiences and critics had a much tougher time connecting to any of it. 
Without getting into spoiler territory, the finale of the series went a very different direction from the original. The Cold War-era intrigue had been replaced with a confusing morass of subconscious mumbo-jumbo. The simple ambiguity of the original had been replaced with, perhaps, something a little too ambitious that just left audiences wondering why they should care. The 2009 version of The Prisoner was a dead stop after its run. It might be some time before anyone else comes along to reinvent it, and in the meantime, you're better off just revisiting the 1967 series. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for November 15th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. Be seeing you! This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.